In a world that can feel pretty divided most of the time, I'm pretty sure we can all agree that time can feel like it's flying by. I don't know if it feels more like that lately with the constant access to information and opinions of anyone and everyone, which is one of the main reasons I found myself these past few years seeking out ways to live my days with more intention and purpose. Writing and journaling has always been something I've enjoyed and using this practice to process walking through each season has been so life-giving for me. This year, I've been so excited to release the first volume in the She is Awakening seasonal journal collection. And the feedback that I've received from those of you that already have yours has been even more exciting. The journal walks you through each season with prompts, original art, and free downloadable thoughts and quotes that you can access with a scan code found in your journal. We've made it available for you in soft and hardcover options, And if you would like to experience one for yourself, you can find ordering information in the show notes or by visiting my website, susanbeth.com. You know, God helped me to step fully into abundance. I immediately, as I wrote that, just felt a check in my spirit. And I was reminded what I know to be true, that he has already provided everything that I need for every area of my life. Hi friend, I'm Susan Beth, and you are listening to the She Is Podcast, where we talk about living life intentionally and about trusting that the desires you have deep within you are there for a reason. I believe that the creator of the universe put those desires within you and that they are pathways to your purpose. My desire is that this would be a space that encourages you to lean in and to hear the whispers of the divine and that you would be reminded of things that I honestly believe you already know, that you, my friend, are here for a reason. So if you're here for more conversations in that kind of space, welcome. Let's go. My husband, Ron, has often made the joke that we have been in a never-ending conversation that started over 36 years ago. And if the conversations that we had between us were recorded, I think you might find them interesting, weird, obsessive. I don't know how often we talk about the garden and God and Adam and Eve. You know, it's it's such a starting point for everything. You know, it's the foundation for our faith. And to us, it's just this beautiful picture of God's heart and intention from the beginning for humanity. And just when we think that there can't be any other angle for us to dive into, something will pop into one of our minds. And one morning earlier this week, I was spending some time reading and writing. And I was talking to God and I was talking to him about abundance because I've just really found myself through the past few weeks. I mean, when I would look in, you know, I've talked about how I keep like a lined journal with me at all times, you know, throughout my purse, if I'm going somewhere and as I have thoughts or something will pop in my mind, I will jot things down. And I've noticed when I will go back sometimes looking for something else that on several pages, I have written 
scarcity versus abundance, you know, just several times. So obviously it's something that I'm thinking about and, you know, feeling like maybe there's not maybe, but there's some areas for growth there. So as I was spending some time, like I said, reading and writing out my prayers like I normally do, I, I, as happens quite frequently, I think I've shared a couple examples before, as I was writing out a prayer about this and, and said something like, you know, God help me to step fully into abundance. I immediately, as I wrote that, just felt a check in my spirit. And I was reminded what I know to be true, that he has already provided everything that I need for every area of my life. He is abundance. And, you know, later I was even thinking about the, the words of Jesus that are found in John 10.10 10 that tell us, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. And I know these words, and I would say that I believe these words of Jesus to be true. But to be totally transparent, I struggle with maintaining this mindset and living fully in an attitude of abundance. You know, I know it to be true in my heart and my head, but then my flesh, you know, tends to quickly pull me back into this scarcity mindset. And so as I was writing out, you know, my thoughts and prayers, I found myself writing out a thought when it immediately popped into my mind. And the thought was, Eve was living in scarcity when she believed a lie. Then, after I wrote that, I then immediately then wrote a question, and the question was, what lie am I believing that is altering my destiny? You know, here Eve was living in paradise, and Scripture tells us that, that the God of everything that was and is came and walked with her and Adam, and yet, instead of her f- standing fully in the abundance of all That God is, you know, she found herself in a scarcity mindset that opened her up to believing a lie. Having a scarcity mindset over an abundance mindset, it, you know, it can play out on many different levels in our lives. You know, one way is hanging on to things that we never use and haven't used in. 10 to 20 years, you know, just in case. That's a scarcity mindset. Because if we really found ourselves needing that certain item that we've been hanging on to that haven't used forever, you know, at that point, if we actually do need it, we can buy another one. But what is it in us? What is it in me (laughs) that feels the scarcity of that I've got to hang on to this? You know, we can have a scarcity mindset around food. And I'm, I'm not talking about the aspect of maybe financially not having the money for food to eat, but more around the mindset that we can have when we are around food. Years ago, a friend of mine that had lost a lot of weight at one point in her life, she told me something that was such an insightful point that I've never forgotten. She said things changed for her in her eating when she changed her mindset while she was eating. 
instead of continuing to eat something that she was enjoying so much, past the point of her, you know, being full, she would tell herself, this isn't the last time that you will have the opportunity to eat this. You can have it again. That is such a practical example of choosing to have an abundance mindset over scarcity. Creativity is another area that you could find yourself struggling to live in an abundance mentality. My two daughters are the oldest of our five children, and for over a decade, they ran a dance studio that had an annual recital at the end of the season. And every year, the choreography and the growth of the dancers exceeded the previous year. And every year, I would just be so moved by the dances and the entire experience. And actually, the recital last several years was actually you know, renamed to that. It was called The Experience. And in my mind, you know, I would have the thought at the end of the few days, I would have the thought of like, how can they top this? You know, this was just such a powerful experience. You know, what if the inspiration just isn't there to choreograph such powerful pieces next year? And then the next year would come around. Guess what? It was the best year ever, you know, better than before. You know why? Because we are created to create. And when we show up and we stand in this spirit of abundance, you know, it's like this river that just keeps on flowing out of us, you know, that's never going to run dry. You know, opposed to having a mindset of scarcity that feels desperate and fearful that I can't ever you know, that there's nothing else that was the best I could do. You know, there's nothing left where that inspiration came from. I'm thinking about love. You know, those of you that are parents probably have had these thoughts when you had your first child. You know, you are so in love with this little human that has filled so much space in your heart and your entire life that you just can't even fathom how you could have any more love for another child. Yet you quickly realize that your love expands, you know, as we as we open our hearts and our lives and allow it to. It just expands. It's it's like this mystery that really can't be explained. You know, you have the next child and then the next child, and it's just hard to imagine that you even had that question of if you had the capacity to love more. Some of you might be starting week five in the summer journal this week, which is called Summer Grace. And grace is this beautiful gift. You know, it's one of the most famous songs, Amazing Grace. You know, it's known and sung by most of the world. I mean, I've been in other countries where I couldn't understand the language, but I would recognize the tune. And yet, as familiar as we are with this word grace, it's sometimes hard for us to receive. I think I touched on this in last week's episode, but there's something deep inside of us that continues to struggle to feel like we have to earn grace, that in order for us to receive grace, we have to do something to deserve it, which totally goes against the idea of what it means to give someone a gift. You know, a gift is to be received. We have all been invited to learn and to live in the unforced rhythms of grace. And in Matthew 11, it's such an important word in this invitation. 
You can't force grace. Grace is a beautiful gift to be received. It's amazing and it's abundant. And I want to ask you today the question that I've been thinking about this week and that I've been asking God to reveal some answers to me. You know, what lie are you believing that is altering your destiny? I brought up Eve, and I think we can all agree that her choice altered the course of her life. Free will will do that for you. But grace will also show up in our choices in all of its abundance and amazingness and continue to finish what was started in us, detours and all. I think one of the lies that Eve believed is a big one that we continue to struggle with. Us looking to and putting our trust in someone or something over God's voice and truth. He wants to live in and flow through each of our lives uniquely and abundantly, just as He designed and purposed. What lie have you been believing that has you doubting all that He has already provided for you, and you just need to believe it and receive the gift? He is for you, friend, and He is faithful. I love you. And we'll talk soon. Hey, you. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to connect more, head over to SusanBeth.com and sign up and you will be one of the first to find out about anything new. Plus, there's a special free download available just to say thanks. If something in this episode did speak to you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend that you think it might resonate with as well? And until next time, keep showing up in the world just as God purposed you to do. Because you being you is exactly what we all need.